Yes. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new Rugby Muscle Podcast. I'm your host, as always, TJ. And in this episode, we've got a bit of a special one for you. We've got our boy Dara Fitzgerald on the pod. Dara now plays at UCC um, in Cork, which is in the Irish, I want to say premiership. But it's the top division that you can get in Ireland outside of the Pro 14. And as a 19-year-old prop, he is doing phenomenally well for himself. He's also involved a little bit in the, well, a good bit in the Munster setup and a little bit in the Ireland setup. Um, And we couldn't be more proud of him here at Rugby Muscle. He has done everything that we wanted and everything that he could have possibly done. he was our, one of our first ever members of the Rugby Muscle Protocol or the Rugby Muscle System. And he has not, you know, he went to the gym and he has not looked back since. He's kept stepping up, stepping up, stepping up, making each little step as it has come to him. He hasn't, hasn't really like shot out of nowhere and, and turned from nothing into something. He's just taken the little steps that he's needed to every single time. He's not really put the pressure on himself and he is really enjoying his rugby and he is thriving. So if that's something that interests you, you can always go to rugby-muscle.com and check out all the services that we offer if you want to really thrive in your rugby. But other than that, let's get into this podcast, episode 99 with Dara Fitzgerald. All right, so we are live with Dara Fitzgerald, former Rugby Muscle star, current Ireland youth star, right? Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, depends. I guess it depends on your def- definition of star, but you know, uh-huh. we're all into the hype over here. Um, how you been? You got a gym session later? Gym session later, yeah. Feeling pretty good. What's that going to involve? Um, at the moment, I'm in a bit of a power and speed phase. I'm just trying to get faster, really. Um, I feel like ever since moving up to senior rugby, I'm kind of not well i've never been like really fast but i feel like i'm kind of losing a bit of speed and like carries and stuff so just working on that at the moment yeah fair enough you think that comes from like a lot of the bulk that you've put on yeah kind of like well even since september like i've lost a bit of weight but it's more just like speed training i think i need to do yeah 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 well uh actually on a future podcast we've got uh if you listen to the one where we had Sam Portland on, he's now like almost specialising in speed, mm-hmm. and so he there's he's got a lot of cool um, speed sort of not tips and tricks, but more like this is what you're actually aiming for, as opposed to hey, just do deadlifts but faster or whatever it is. You know, like once yeah. you get advanced, speed is its skill. So that'll be that'll be a good listen for you. Yeah, yeah, and see how you can. Uh, so you can pick up those speed on those carries. That's sweet. Anyway, more importantly, the most important thing that everyone always listens to these Rugby Muscle podcasts for is when I play this music. And we get a really weird fact of the week. Or we just get let down by a shit fact. So it's it's all good because people are very prepared to get let down by a shit fact. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is my shit fact. Um, I did a bit of research coming on so apparently Charlie Chaplin entered a Charlie Chaplin lookalike competition back in uh, like the 30s or 40s or whatever, <laughs> and he lost he didn't win <laughs> that's immense he's like no look I look most like me I am me and they're like nah yeah. you don't look like Charlie Chaplin <laughs> he's like no but I am Charlie Chaplin that's hilarious um as that almost reminds me of the, the weird story with the um 
Have you have you read a lot about that footballer that entered the under twenties championship and then they found out he was actually uh, he was like oh, thirty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, 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 this is me. And they're like, no, no, that's not you. Like, you are, you. And it's not even like he looked young. I... Yeah, he looked pretty old, yeah. <laughs> These points aren't overly related, but, anyways. Um, all right, so that was, eh, that was a better fact than, than what we've been getting recently. So, kudos to you, Dara. Um, yeah, so we wanted just to bring you on the podcast today and just discuss, like, um, how you've been, how your training's progressed, because now. Now that you're actually playing like men's men's rugby, I wanted to know, and I thought it'd be good for the listeners to know exactly what uh, you know what that involves, how you've got to where you are, and, and what you're currently doing now. Because you've essentially um, we we get a lot of people that come in and they download the 50 free conditioning guides, which you can get at rugby-muscle.com. Sorry for cheaply plugging whilst having a chat with you, mate, but that's how we're going to do it. Um, yeah, we have the people that then they come on and they download the conditioning guides and they want to be the best player that they can be, you know, but they're like, oh, I've only started, I'm only playing at my village club or my, my local club, whatever it is, or my even my high school team and my high school team sucks or whatever it is. And now they're like, right, how do I progress? Because I know I can be good enough if I get the right training. I know I can push on, but to see it with someone like you really, really like cements that possibility. So... That's why I wanted to bring you on. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I started off, like, in a village team myself. Like, I was only playing for the love of it, really. And it wasn't until, like, maybe 16 or 17 when I realized, like, I kind of had a shot at it. And obviously that's when I did my research online and reached out to you. And, you know, I started working and whatever. And, like, uh, I suppose from when last time we talked on the podcast, um, I was, I think I was just finished with the uh, Monster Under 18s. Mm-hmm. So since then, since then, really, I've been, I did an all, a whole another year with Monster, Monster Under 19s. Got trials at Ireland, didn't quite make it, but it was still a good experience. Um, now I'm playing uh, with my uh, uni team in Cork here, um, and like I'm playing men's senior division one, like in all of Ireland and. It's a big step up from where I was at Munster, I think, like just like physically and tactically more so. But um yeah, like I've kinda of kept everything the same really from the past two years. It's all just ticking boxes really every week. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Like that's it. Like it's one of those things where like none of what you've accomplished has been like overnight, you know. We we've been expecting you to you know I well, I haven't. It's not not really burst onto the scene, but we've been expecting you to like really do stuff and and push yourself and, and keep achieving, keep achieving. And all you've been doing is exactly that. Like it's just the next achievement, the next achievement. And it's it's all, you know, you're not taking a giant jump. You're just taking small steps, small steps, small steps. And now, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're essentially like you just said before we actually started recording. You said you're exactly where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, you're a prop, right? What position? Tight head, yeah. You play tight head. So how is that? Um, how's that suiting you in men's rugby? Uh, it's pretty difficult. Like, like, I'm surviving, not really dominating anywhere, but, like, you know, I'm getting along fine at that level. But, yeah, it's pretty hard. It's, like, it's a scrummaging, really. It's more of an experience thing, I think, you know. Like, you can, like, you can work in your technique and you can work in the conditioning and, like, the strength, the power, but, like, at the end of the day, like when you're like scrumming against guys who've had like over 100 appearances at that level, like it's really hard to beat them at it. Like, yeah, but I, I do, do you make up for a lot of it with like your natural and 
um well just with your strength in general yeah i try to like it's often like it's often a wrestle like in the scrums more than like you know an actual battle but like i don't know most of the time i don't really come out on top maybe once or twice in the game but nice yeah i'm just i'm just trying to get a bit of experience in this year really and just see how i can push on next year maybe yeah uh, (laughs) funny enough that kind of reminds me of like what i'm doing at the minute and this I, i hate talking about myself and because when I'm interviewing, especially someone like you. But, um, you know, I've been doing this Brazilian jiu-jitsu thing and yeah. there are dudes that are, you know, half my size, like barely any, well, actually the better ones that have good athletic ability, that's, there's, there's a problem. And it's just, it's all about manipulating another person's body. <clears throat> yeah. And you get a bit of a preview of that in, you know, you get a bit of an element of that in, in scrummaging for sure. So it's where, yeah, the more, that's why the, like a lot of, especially old school before like rugby players started really taking the gym seriously, all the best props were at least 32, right? They're all older, older, older. And you would never see young props ever because Mm -hmm. the only way you would learn is by doing a shit ton of scrummaging. Yeah. Right. And, and now we've got people like you, we've got like, you know, all of the people that have come in on the scene, um, I'm going to mention the same breath as Carl Sinclair, so you should be flattered there. Um, mm. People like him, people like, you know, just young props that are now developing a real strong physique in the gym, and that ha- has them hold their own against these people that know how to real wrestle, wrestle and manipulate other bodies and these other, you know, they've got all the techniques yeah. down, but they can now hold their own, and then they can even, once you feel the technique, it helps you be able to appreciate it you know, the steps to eventually do it yourself. And that seems like that's what you're doing. Yeah, like I always I always see a scrum as like nearly like a golf swing. Like you want to kind of have the same technique the whole way through and like any little bit that like puts you off your golf swing, you know, you hit a pretty crap shot like and same in scrumming. Like if you do, if you get any little bit wrong like in the setup or like the other prop gets any bit more and you like it kind of just messes up the whole scrum really and like, I could change the game like in a second for you. Could you know you could mess things up a lot. Yeah, man. Like it's so important. Is if you've got if you've got a prop that can be a, a you know a superstar around the field, but can't operate at, at scrum time, you're yeah, you're exactly. making a, a huge sacrifice to the point where it's you know sometimes it's not even worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's interesting. That's super interesting. And have you have you found any other issues with so scrummaging? I like obviously that's 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 obvious because you're playing. Uh, how old are you? Nineteen. So you're nineteen year old. You're playing, you know, full um, full grown men, and you, you know you're you're not a small man yourself, but you're playing mm-hmm. full grown, fully you know, veterans, um, especially in the level that you're playing at, um, and it's just. That's that's kind of obvious that you were going to get not exposed but really challenged there. Have you found any yeah. other challenges playing with men's um, rugby as opposed to juniors? I think it's the the tactical preparation of it really as well. Like it's it's like I think it's as close as you get to maybe like the pro fourteen, like that kind of level. You know, it's like it's pretty intense like every week and it's always for like preparing, preparing, preparing all week and like you're looking at video set, you're doing video sessions like the start of the week and. You're you're, review, you're reviewing your last game, and then you know you have to like take the the pros and cons from that game, and then you have to look at the video of the next team you're playing, and you know how are we going to beat this pack, and how are we going to like how's our lineup going to do against this, and how are our micro plays going to be against them, and how do we stop them in the front line? Because like 
a lot of teams we play they'd be you know pretty big physical and we're um like we're a college team so we're kind of it's kind of like a stereotype in Ireland for the college teams to like throw the ball about so that's another challenge in itself to like the the fitness of like you know preparing yourself in um to a conditioning aspect uh, to play with the team I'm playing with like our tactics are fairly built around like throwing the ball around and you know fast plays so I had to prepare myself for that as well and um so yeah it's kind of the conditioning maybe the tactical and I suppose the physicality as well seeing as um like playing against grown men every week I wasn't really used to that coming into it but I find when I go back down to my own age because I'm I'm playing under 20s as well at college so um okay when I go back down to my own age like I kind of you know the hits don't feel as hard and I feel like I'm smashing more people and you know it's generally we're not easier now but like maybe under 20s maybe a bit faster than the senior I find but um definitely physicality is a lot a lot higher in um in seniors um that leads me to a really good question here um if you are if you had the choice between either playing the under 20s like full time or the men's team full time which one would you do if Say next year you were you were guaranteed to play at whatever level you were going to play at. Say say it was like you you're guaranteed a contract. Where would you choose to play to become a better um, player? I'd be thinking. Um, is this with uh, college or is this with my team or who is it with? Yeah, so this is with the college. So you can either play with the under twenties college team or you can play with uh, the men's team. Yeah, um, I think I picked the men's team to be honest. Like I'm getting pretty good exposure, like with the men's team at the moment, and mm-hmm. like it's my first year there. And also, like if I had another year under my belt, like I'd I'd be pretty confident in myself. Like I'd back myself to push on next year with it. Yeah, uh, um, and then why do you ask if it was with the college team? Because I guess if it was the men- men's team versus monster under twenties, you would choose the monster under twenties. Uh, yeah, probably the kind of. The whole monster uh, setup, like, is say if you were going into an, an academy setup, you'd be um, in and out with your club a bit. You wouldn't really, you know, be playing with your club every week. You'd be training at monster, and they mightn't have as many games. And uh, like, maybe you'd be, I don't know, like your chemistry and your, te- your teammates and stuff might be as good, like say with the college. And um, but you know, then again, you it's hard to turn down an opportunity to right. monster academy setup at the same time. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of making it in rugby is you know get is networking as well as as just being the best player. Yeah, so you have to get right in there. That's cool, man. Um, let's just take a step back and sort of um, go over who your uh, the the team that you're playing for at the minute is and what sort of level that is because it's a bit different to because you're saying that you're playing for a college team but it's also a men's team. So I want to just clear that air up. Yeah, so I'm playing with a uh, UCC in uh, Cork, University College Cork, mm-hmm. and um, we're in Division One A of the All Ireland League. So it's kind of a mixture. I think there, yeah, there's three colleges in it, and there's seven uh, men's senior teams. Okay. Um, so and this, so this is the highest. This is the highest level out of Pro 14, it's and high. it's is it? So it's yeah. the highest amateur level, is it? Highest amateur level in Ireland. Yeah. Nice, but it's pretty much. It's almost taken as if it's professional. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, cool. So let's let's get with that said. Let's get into what a training week looks like for you, because obviously it's treated like it's professional. But you you go to college full time. So how does how does an average week in a in a 
life of Fitzy look? So uh, I'm on the, um, at the moment this semester, I'm in college from 10 until 5. Every day? Um, uh, no, just on Mondays. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, so I've been from 10 until 5, and um, so I'd be up, obviously, have my breakfast and head off. Maybe br- I'd probably bring a meal with me, um, and then I'd be looking to get into the gym after college, uh, come home, rest. So Monday's kind of an easy day. Yeah, like just ease into the week. College, college gym, go home, yeah. Um, uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, I have a fairly light day, so I might I go to the gym again on a Tuesday uh, morning just before college, and I'm in college then um, from 10 until 3, then I don't have training again until um, 7 o'clock, so got a lot of time to recover and eat there. Uh, we're on the pitch then on Tuesday, so that's fine. Um on a Wednesday, then I'd head up to gym again after college. Um, try to do a bit of conditioning on Wednesdays as well, just to keep topping up every week, really. That's, so when uh, you when you hit in the gym on Wednesday, that's a conditioning session as opposed to big weights and stuff. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I guess all of your stuff isn't too big a weights in a minute if you're working on your no, speed no, and power. Really. Yeah, yeah. Like it's um, what we're kind of working with at the moment, like uh, games wise, is we kind of have a block of four games for four weeks straight and then two weeks off. So we've uh, two more blocks left and that's the season over. But I think it's pretty heavy at the moment in season, I suppose. So sure. I kind of train, I'm training around that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, then Thursday again out of college and I just go do our pitch session then on a Thursday night. Then college Friday take, uh, we've not done a Friday then because we usually have a game on a Saturday and then go play that and recover Sunday then. Cool. So um, you're only, so you've only got your two pitch sessions, is that right, on Tuesday and Thursday evenings like most clubs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you have any guys that play for the college team that aren't attending the college, if that makes sense? Um, yeah, we do. We have a few. Yeah, and so then they don't make as many of the gym sessions, I guess, or, and stuff like that? Yeah, they kind of do them in their own time, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a nice little balance. Um, so you mentioned there about video sessions and stuff. Yeah. Where does that fit into your week? Uh, usually on a Monday, if we can just we kind of have to do our own self review and then send the feedback to the coaches. Okay, so they'll send you out the video, the game, some of the film, and they'll they'll ask you for things that you want to look for and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, nice. Okay, cool. Um, that's interesting to see how you can manage almost what is a full-time, you know, training schedule, even though you're only training twice a week. So it's yeah, it's definitely interesting to see because people think that because um, I've seen it, they think that people train that you know that if once you make the pros, that you're you're training every morning, every evening, or every morning, every afternoon, you know, five six days a week, and it's like yeah. that's how you get it. But it's not. It's a lot of recovering. It's a lot of management of fatigue and stuff, especially in season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like Tuesday, we'd have um, our hardest pitch session. Yeah. Really, like it's you know a lot of aerobic work and a lot of like well, it's kind of tactical preparation, but like at high intensity. And, yeah. Um, we do a lot of scrums on a Tuesday as well, and then on Thursday is more like a captain's run. Nearly, it's just a walkthrough and like pretty low intensity stuff just working on skills and just tactics and fine tuning for the game on Saturday kind of yeah perfect yeah because you know you're not really going to get a big physical benefit 
on Thursday to help you out on that fo- next Saturday. It's it's no, the weeks no. and weeks and weeks of Tuesdays that benefit the Saturdays physically. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That's that's cool, man. That's that's a and you enjoying those weeks? Do you ever find that the weeks yeah, get yeah. away from you, or is there any any struggles that you have with those weeks? Any days that are real tough or anything like that? Um, it can be kind of tough after college, depending on how tough the day is. But like, you know, there's no real motivation there. It's just kind of like. I like doing it, so I don't need to be motivated to do it, you know? Yeah. I guess the only problem would be um, if you are eating, like, reactively, right? You would... Yeah. You end up... You could end up uh, finding yourself at training, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm really hungry. I didn't eat much today, and then you end up training like crap. Yeah, it kind of happens... Well, not a lot, but it can happen where I just, like, miss my alarm or something, and I wake up late, and... I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have enough time to make food. So then you're kind of just going into college and you might have had, like, a half breakfast and, you know, you're kind of waiting to see, like, is there anywhere you could get a nice lunch in town and it mightn't be as good as something you cook at home. And, yeah, that can happen. Yeah, like, you could, you could make it do by going out, but it's never going to be as controlled or as a good a meal yeah, as one yeah. that you're going to cook at home. could be tastier, though. Mm-hmm, true. That's, that's the other thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um all right cool so that's your weekly routine and you said you mentioned that you're in a bit of a strength and power block at, i mean a power and speed block at the minute so yeah um do you want to just give us you don't have to give us any real specifics but well my first question is like are you doing any heavy weights at all right now um kind of my last my last cycle i was like maybe um three weeks ago i was doing kind of heavy weights because we had like we uh, when we were off for Christmas, we had five weeks off, so I tried to get a bit of strength work in then. But yeah, I've been lifting heavy for the last maybe month. Uh huh. And but right now, and now you're taking some time off of lifting heavy that you're back because you're back in playing every Saturday, right? Yeah, I'm just doing um, sprints and jumps, and um, yeah, maybe a little bit of accessory work just to keep topping it up. But it's mainly, mainly uh, sprints and jumps. Yeah, sprints, jumps, and then a bit of fluff work just to keep the guns pumped. Keep taking over. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, but with that, have you found yourself on Saturdays getting any weaker at all? Or because you said when you did the strength work, you, you felt like you were getting a little bit, or when you were doing the yeah the big weights, you were getting a little bit maybe slower? Yeah, or, a little bit. But, um, I wouldn't feel weaker, though. Maybe it's just a mental thing, like I'm kind of, Every game I'm playing now at the moment is just kind of you, you can't really have any fear in yourself. So maybe maybe I am getting weaker, but like I don't notice it as much because like you can't really have any like fear playing at that level, if you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, my explanation for that would be that probably because speed drops off a lot quicker. So if you don't work speed for a, a long time, you will definitely 100% get slower, right? Yeah. But if you don't work strength for a while, you can retain that for a, a little bit longer. Same thing for like how to keep like keeping your muscle, and especially the same thing for like your aerobic fitness. Like you have these people that enter triathlons when they're in their twenties, and they're still fit as a fiddle when they're in their forties and fifties, even though they haven't done as much. You know, it's it's easier yeah. to keep, especially strength as well. It's easier to keep yourself as strong as you are. You know, compared to like gaining strength, it's super easy. And then you can actually focus on like now it's really good because you've got like you're as big and as strong pretty much as you need to be to, you know, you can, you can be, you're going to gain a little bit more size as you age and that sort of stuff. But like you're as big as you need to be right now. So now what's holding you back? And we 
discussed this in a previous podcast with uh, Dr. James Hoffman. What's holding you back now is your speed. So it's it's important that you work that, but as, as long as you've done enough speed work, you're probably going to retain most of your strength, if not all of your strength anyways. Yeah, definitely. So cool. All right. Um, <clears throat> a few more questions for you here that I've got, mate. Um, surrounding you you and your, your your new career is firstly i guess um what did you find any um sort of issues that came out from you playing for that small village team because I, I know i said we wanted to talk about the, like the player sort of pathway mm-hmm. and we've had a lot of people that are like you know i'm in this one club and i'm never going to get noticed and and this sort of thing um was there anything that you did in particular that helped you like ascend the ranks i guess um, well, obviously, when I was a bit younger, maybe like, yeah, like 15, 16, like, yeah. um, I thought if I could stand out, maybe like with uh, my skills, like my ball handling and passing and stuff that, you know, uh, at the time, like, like I was, I suppose, brought up like looking at perhaps like John Hayes, Mike Ross, who were like, you know, just pure out and out scrummagers and just tacklers, breakdown, and there wasn't much skill to them. So I was kind of like, I don't know, it was just a small thing always in the back of my head, like if I can like, you know, be a good passer, maybe it'll help me stand out, so, like, just even before training, just, like, trying, like, crazy offloads and stuff, just, like, stuff like that, it's actually going to help my game at the moment now, not that I do them all the time, but, you know, it's just giving me, like, um, you know, better bit of an appreciation edge. of, like, passing and stuff, yeah, yeah, a bit of an edge. Yeah. Um, and then, I suppose, apart from skills, then, um, I think I reached out to you when I was, like, 16 or 17, it was just before I entered the Monster Pathway, and... Yeah, I just want to get a good base of strength and conditioning. I think that's really what helped me because, like, I kind of have like I do have a strength and conditioning coach at the moment with uh, with college. But like, even when I don't, when it, when I'm not with college, then like I have, um, you know, I have pretty good knowledge of like what I need to do or what I can do, and like I can set out a plan for myself if I had to, like, nearly. Yeah, that and I mean that's so valuable because no one knows you more than you. You know, you've got your own yeah. best interest, whereas. With Munster or whoever, like that, you know, other clubs are always going to have sort of other smaller motives, I would say. Mm-hmm. But yeah. and, and less knowledge of like you physically, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um, but what? So what would you do right now if you're in the same shoes? Like if you are now like your age now, and you're a, you, you're the player that you are now, or close to the player that you are now. Mm-hmm. How would you, how would you still tr- how would you retry? and scale that ascend those ranks try and get up to the top um i probably would have focused on maybe conditioning a bit earlier on because i'm kind of not lacking it at the moment but i'm a small bit behind where i'd like to be and if i could go, say if i could go back to like six year old three years ago back to my 16 year old self and told him like what he needs to do now to be where he wants to be like three years later like I'd like to be more conditioned and like a bit faster. Maybe if I'd worked on those stuff three years ago, you know, I could have been like a lot better than I am now. Yeah. I mean, do you think that just comes from being more well-rounded? Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Cause that reminds me of when we, um, we were working with you and you first started doing, or you first started getting your trials and whatnot with Munster and, mm-hmm. You got a little, like we did a lot of strength work, a lot of uh, power work, and you know, it made you a machine on the pitch. But when you were doing those real specific fitness tests, you know, yeah. you don't want to be the guy at the back. Like, 
yeah it's not necessarily about yeah it's but it's not necessarily about like being at the front of every everything but it's just not it's about being not at the back because when you're at the back then that's a definite like a real eyeballed weakness yeah it's kind of giving them an excuse not to pick in early Mm. and that's the other thing right is if you're coming from some small village team or you, you know you're not you're not going to a private school or any of that stuff it becomes harder because you need, you know, people sometimes are looking for reasons not to pick you or, or more more that they're looking for reasons to pick these other guys that are in a better scenario. You know, yeah. it's more of a gamble to 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 invest uh, in your sort of selection, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much would agree with that. Um how are you? How are you enjoying actually your your studies at college? And do they? And does does the college like? Does any of that get in the way of your training, or does that? Do you find that you have a good balance right now? Um, yeah, well, I, I do like my course. Like equally, is I'm liking rugby. I must say, um, obviously, I prefer being on the pitch than in the classroom. But um, like, I think I've I think I've found the balance fairly well uh, in the first semester, and. Um, I'm in my second semester now, so I'm kind of, it's, it's the projects and kind of, you know, like continuous assessment, those kind of things. They're the kind of hardest things to balance when you've deadlines and, you know, you might have to like say, oh, maybe I just do the gym in the morning and do my project in the evening. But that could be hard at the same time as well, waking up like really early to go to the gym, then go to college, then, you know, sit in the classroom or the library doing your project then for another two or three hours. Yeah. Do you ever find that you um that's a that's a really good one as well actually. Do you do you find that you stiffen up though from from your time at college especially if you're training AM and PM? Yeah, um I don't really I wouldn't think I've stiffened up like I I walk to college a lot so I kind of keep my legs fresh all the time. And do you do any mobility work at all like to I guess not to help you not be sore, but to more to help you, uh, more more to help you just get in the good positions in scrummaging or in rucking or anything anything like that. Do you do any mobility work? Yeah, I kind of do like maybe ten minutes before and after every session. Warming up. Yeah. What does what does that involve? Um, just a little bit of kind of like uh, maybe core. I do a nice bit of core these days. Just. Uh, kind of help me stay in stronger positions like in yeah like scrumming and rocking and stuff um do not a lot of stretching but maybe like um you know just kind of holding myself my body in positions and like i'm really looking to like strengthen my hips and my shoulders these days because i find after games like they're the two biggest points where like they're getting the sorest yeah and 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 the and that sort of stuff helps after afterwards or just yeah, in general definitely. Nice, that's really cool. that's a, that's interesting. And do you, is there any other sort of work that you do that people wouldn't have thought that you do? Uh, Either in the gym people. or in the kitchen. Or? Yeah, we've we've pretty good uh, facilities here, like uh, in the college. So like, uh, usually after every game, we do a hydrotherapy session. Um, I, f- I find maybe it's just a mental thing, but like I kind of feel after games that they really help. So it's kind of going from between like cold pools and warm pools. Hmm. Do you do those after trainings or only after games? Just after games. How cold are the cool pools? Uh, seven degrees. Woo-hoo. 
Yeah. Is that fun? Uh, yeah, it's it's good, good, good cracker. He liked a lot of laughs in there and stuff. But yeah, that's that. W- that always reminds me of the the tub club that we used to have. It used to just be. Mm-hmm. It's so cold the first time they get in. You're like, oh, I'm never gonna. And then once you, if you get a bit of banter flying, then it makes it a little yeah. bit bearable. And then you keep going back in and back in. But then you have those people that we used to have. Like at least half the team would just not go into the uh, cold one. <laughs> yeah, we did the same. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool, but you find that benefits you a, a decent chunk, huh? Yeah, definitely. What about any soft tissue work, yoga, any sort of extra stuff like that, or is it just uh, not really? Just no, stay yeah. kind of chilled out. Yes. Yeah, stay like that is. I mean, you sound like you're a very low stress person as it is. Um, yeah, and you not and you know you've you've ran you've ran through your schedule and yeah it's it's fairly fairly full on but it's still also like you said it's stuff that you want to do you know you haven't got any you haven't got any kids or any like rat like major stresses so i think i've just thought of this myself as a theory but that that could be a big indicator or a good big reason as to why like youngsters find it a lot easier to recover i mean obviously physically your body's different anyway like more ad- better at making those adaptations and and recovering yeah. well anyway but also you just live a much lower stress life so keep that up mm-hmm. yeah. i think that's gonna really help you cool all right last three questions we've got mate for you um number one uh what's your go-to or favorite supplement you use if uh, you have one i actually don't use any anymore boom love it <laughs> the more people answer this supplement question with like a a shitty sort of, uh, you know, food or or, or any, yeah. you know, there are some really good supplements out there, but that's interesting. You don't use any at all. Protein powder? Uh, very, not very often, but I have it like. Whenever you need it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I always consider protein powder a food rather than a supplement anyway. Cool. Yeah. Uh, favorite uh, training exercise. So. We can do one that you're either best at or one that you find benefits you most as a prop. Uh, I'd say I'm best at probably squat and um, as a prop, uh, I love weighted bear crawls. Oh, yeah. where does the weight go or do you have the vest? Um, vest or usually I put a kettlebell on top of me as well and it's kind of a bit of a core exercise as well to like make sure that the kettlebell doesn't wobble off your back. Yeah, because you want to you want to maintain that posture, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And then favorite food, mate? Uh, steak and chips, definitely. Steak and chips, hell yeah, that's <laughs> uh, steak and potatoes. That's pretty Irish, right? Yeah. Good stuff, lad. Um, all right. So, if anyone wants to follow you, follow your career, where do they find you? Uh, I suppose you can follow my Instagram. It's uh, Dar- is it a private? Gerald. Is it a private Instagram? Uh, yeah, but I'll I'll know I'll know who's who's coming from this podcast. Yeah, there we go. Boom, Dara Fitzgerald. He, he, you don't really post too much about your rugby, though, right? Uh, every now and then. Yeah, when it when it's relevant, it's not it's not. But what I'm saying is, it's not like you know those. You know how you get like the professional guys' accounts now that are just like yeah. great game this uh, weekend. Uh, pleasure yeah. to play with X. You know, and it's all so generic shit. Whereas. Yeah. You know, at least you put a bit of crack on there, right? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, it was great to have you on, mate. Um, I like getting you regularly on because it's it's good to follow your career. It's, it's you know, you've done, you've done us, myself, both myself and Alex, 
and the whole Robbie Muscle brand, like really proud because you've you've really showed what is capable of if of someone that has the real you know not even massive amounts of dedication, but just enough that you know you get to really enjoy your rugby, and now you're playing it at the high you know the real high level to get even more enjoyment from it. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be it'd be one thing if you if you did all this stuff and you hated it, and you're like, oh, fuck rugby, I don't even want to be here <laughs> or whatever. But you don't, you enjoy it, and it makes you enjoy it more. So. You know, you can say that you're incredibly disciplined or you can just say that you put in the work to do the, do what you want to do, you know? Is that really discipline? Yeah, I no, I I don't know as a discipline. Really. I think it's just, like, I think really if you want to, like, play rugby to a high level, you really do have to love it, like, because there is a lot of commitment and, like, I suppose there is discipline in it too, but, like, you know, you're willing to make, like, certain sacrifices because you love playing rugby and I think that's the main thing for anyone, really. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, right? Is if you enjoy all of this, like, it's 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 fun. So it becomes not necessarily easy, but it's not hard. It's not like it's a day in day out. Oh, this is a grind. Like you know, yeah, what yeah. people make it out to be. It's actually kind of fun. Like eating good, you eat, get to eat good food. You get to get you get to see your body physically change every week, and you get to see you perform that. You, know, you get to feel your performance improve every single week on the field. Yeah. So boom! All right, mate. That was awesome. Uh, really great talking to you. Um, like I say, was it Dara underscore Fitzgerald? Dara dot Fitzgerald. Dara dot Fitzgerald. D A R A G H. You should be actually reading this on on the mm-hmm. podcast thing on the podcast title. I've got your name spelt right, and uh, there'll be any other notes in the show notes. Uh, wherever you can find them at rugby-muscle.com. But thank you so much for being on, and everyone. I'll see you next time. Right, guys thank you very much for listening if you've enjoyed this episode or if you've enjoyed any episode of the rugby muscle podcast please go ahead and give us a five star rating and type a quick review it takes about a minute and it really helps us out a ton helps grow the show helps grow rugby muscle and in turn we will be able to give you guys the best quality content information and programs that we possibly can if you're interested in any of that stuff like the free physique nutrition video series or the tj strength supplement guide or the 50 free rugby conditioning sessions you can find them all at rugby-muscle.com or by going through my instagram profile at tj.strength give me a quick follow and until next time guys i've been your host as always tj see you soon